0: following Willie more and more. Oh it! Back in the NRL. There's Willie Must have forgotten you how big Willie actually is. Perhaps the presence of Willie and the Panthers looking at his imposing frame. I'm a 25-minute man. Oh, you got skill, son! The Uppercut right hand by Big Willie. Too fancy for ya! Welcome to episode number two of the take with Willie Mason I am not Willie Mason but I am here with Willie Mason welcome to your own show Willie Mason yes thanks
1: for having me again it's been um, it's been a great week. I'm not having you. We're doing yeah, it together, mate. It's all right. Now, I'm here every week. I'm here every week <laughs> your so names on the show. Uh, uh, yeah, it's my own show.
0: Now, we would really like to thank everyone who tuned in for our first episode. We've been absolutely overwhelmed by how much support we've got. We really, really appreciate the amount of, of listeners that we've had and the feedback that we've got and we're we're loving doing it. And uh, what we would say is if you continue to rate and review on all of the podcast channels, and it really does help us to keep going with what we're doing. So, were you surprised that, at um, you know, the I don't know the, the amount of likes that we did get, mate? Look, to be honest, I I love doing this with you, and I, and I yeah. hope people can can tell that we've been friends for a long time. Yeah, and yeah, I was surprised because you don't ever expect to be, you know. I guess it, it's been a massive start for us, and we're really keen to make sure we I keep. I think it what going. people,
1: I think people like the. suppose the style that we have which is more you know talking in a in a bar or just a bit more
0: relaxed and well we are in a bar i
1: know yeah well it is a sort of bar but it's just not that it's not the structured sort of talk you know this is what people want to hear so i think that's um that's important for the fans
0: and it has been a big week for you not so much for me but you have been up Doing some camps and
1: yeah, I was up there with um, a couple of young Gillaroo's, Talisha and Cody House, and Matt Gillett, who um, who's just recently retired. So we're around, we're in Singleton, Denman, Musselbrook, um, and and a few other country towns there. Sort of talking to the um, about twelve to sixteen year old kids, just about life and um, and rugby league and all these kind of sports and just and mental health and. Just a, a whole lot of things, and a Q and A, and go and run through our coaching clinics and everything like that. So it was it was great to get up into the country and um, to see how much they do love rugby league, and just to, just to spread that message, um, you know, nutrition and, and food and just healthy lifestyle, mental health it's so um, prevalent in everybody's life, and everyone's sort of been touched by it. Um, and especially in the mines up there, you know, I had a um, a couple of mates that were working in the mines about five years ago, he committed suicide. So it's it's happening up there. And just to get the message to, to some young kids that are up there in their 20s and 30s and even 40s and 50s, some old blokes up there, you know, if you are feeling those... Um, you know those, you know, feelings, weird feelings, different thoughts, all that kind of stuff. Just talk. You know, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of people out there that's willing to help. So it was. Um, hopefully we we got that message through to a lot of kids and and a lot of adults as well. So it was um, it was a long couple th-
0: three days, but it was worth it. Mate, you do a lot of work in the community. People probably don't realise that, and you do you do a great job. Were, what did you find it hard wearing a hazmat suit? catching a football, because obviously everyone all wants to talk about at the moment, is coronavirus. And whilst, you know, people are going, lunatics are going out and buying 400 rolls of toilet paper, they've got their five-year supply now. But what it means for rugby league, potentially, is that if this hysteria continues, people are going to be playing in empty stadiums. If, if one player gets it, then whole teams will be shut down. what, what I mean, would you care playing in an empty stadium? Um, just going back to just thinking if
1: I was a player right now, I I wouldn't care because you would have no option. It would suck because you love going out there and playing in front of everyone and, um, hearing, um, hearing the fans roar and all that kind of stuff. But if anything happens, I think we're just so blasé down here. We're thinking it's never going to happen. It's happening. Yeah. You know, we're probably, you know, the season kicks off tonight. Maybe in three or four weeks, something, um, could go really drastic and- there's no fans. Maybe in origin time. Imagine it hits in origin time when we can't play. Mm. Like 80,000 people. Like it's going to be... It's origin would affect. be weird actually. It's going, no I mean, crowd.
0: I'm not sure. It, do you play origin with no fans? Yeah, of course you do. I mean, it's a television game anyway. I, if any rugby league player yeah. struggling with... Ronaldo, like playing... Ronaldo played with no with
1: nobody on the weekend. So. Well, I mean, the
0: Waratahs play with no one in front of them every week. Just ask <laughs> them. I'm not sure. I mean, as a, as, as a
1: player, if I was playing right now, I just don't think... It wouldn't matter. You just go out there and play anyway. I've yeah. seen guys like you know LeBron James. He come out and said that he wouldn't play because he plays for the fans. Obviously, we do play for the fans, but at the end of the day, you want to
0: win. Mate, there's you two thousand people at a Titans game, and fifty thousand watching them on TV. I don't think the two thousand at Metracon yeah. Stadium. And it'd just that be themselves.
1: weird, wouldn't it, watching a first grade game just if the Broncos play at SunCorp or something like that, and there's no one in there. Yeah, that would apart, be weird. Apart from the trainers and the tra- stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and. Uh, Alfie Lang. Oh, you'd be able to hear some shit, I'll tell you that much.
0: Uh, Now, I think probably the biggest news story of the week, um, and it's a difficult one, obviously, because you've been involved with the Bulldogs, and and we had a bit to say about player behaviour and and no fault stand-downs last week, and and funnily enough, um, the Bulldogs have found themselves in a little bit of a pickle with two of their players doing some pretty average things up in Port Macquarie. When I say average things, they haven't broken the law. It's not that they've done anything legally wrong. They have just, they've failed the pub test and picking up a schoolgirl at a school stinks. So It reeks, mate. It's one of the worst things I've seen in a while and and that says a lot.
1: Um, Just like they went to a high school. There's a, there's a, um, there's a message thread going, you know, um, are you that girl from the high school? Yeah, I am. And then you still continue with it. Like, you just don't do that. You're a grown ass man. Like I, I, it made me sick when I, when I heard that news and I was just like, if I was a father of that kid driving down to Belmore and flogging both of them, like, I just think Mm -hmm. it's just unacceptable what's happened. And like for a club like that, I mean, there's rules at that club. You're not allowed women back at your hotel room. It's f- all through the NRL, like for this man, very reason. For this you know, very this, it's reason, it's to protect players from themselves. And it's themselves. just the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Uh, and I, I mean, like, it's he'll get sacked, and so he should be, hmm. because he's done morally everything wrong. Principles he's broken, everything he's broken, all these rules. And mate, I don't, I don't care. Like, if he's from an Ex Bulldogs player or not, I don't give a shit. You. Too many kids, just messing up. So, I said last week, it's a privilege to play this game, and then we keep doing this shit. Like, everything was going so great this preseason, everyone was all positive, all this kind of stuff, and then bang, you're on the verge of signing a two million dollar deal, bang, no no sponsor. You're gonna be running out tonight with no fucking major sponsor. Mm. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing for the game, it's embarrassing for the game. It is embarrassing because people are gonna look at us like pieces of shit again. People don't understand that as well. People just don't, the current players and people who do, do mess up. I don't understand the repercussions and the ripple effect that happens throughout the the whole game. You know, I walk down there, people still think that I'm playing. Like mm. hey, he's a piece of shit rugby league player. Like the old like older older sort of people, you know, the the, the younger mothers, it's like, uh, don't be that. Like we're just it's a wrong message right at this time, right on the eve of rugby league. Todd Greenberg, no wonder he's bald.
0: <laughs> he's pulled all his hair out. It's funny too with Todd Greenberg because this is another one of those situations where, you know, he, he, he's been forced to act. Um, they've had to act hastily uh, because this has all unfolded, you know, and, and you just think at what point now is there going to be blowback on the way that this has been handled? And I, I would assume it's probably not that No, I think away.
1: I think Todd's handled it great. What else can you do? The Bulldogs handled it great. They've yeah. stood him down indefinitely. And I think, you know, maybe this could be a police matter. There's going to be a lot of things going
0: on, I think. No, it's not, I mean, that's got to be clear. It's not a police matter. The, 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 the girls were both overage, so it was consensual sex. It's just that it's whether you look at it, I mean, it's it's a pretty stupid thing to do, to be honest. It's the dumbest, dumbest yeah. thing in the world. You're at a – I mean, I could see
1: some kids making a mistake. If you're in a nightclub, you yeah, would yeah, expect yeah. everybody to be of age, and if something like that happened, then you could probably excuse it. Not when you're at a high school.
0: That's a pretty bad That's look. It's just
1: ridiculous and yeah. so stupid. I just can't.
0: You should never
1: play the game again just for stupidity.
0: So do you reckon now, I mean, obviously there's been a massive blowback in terms of sponsorship, in terms of now, but does this affect, like is that, look at DeBellin and the way the DeBellin incident has absolutely destroyed the Dragons for two years. Do you reckon the Bulldogs now are going to really find it difficult to come back from this because this will now dominate the next yeah. month for the Bulldogs.
1: What do you mean? Come back from like their form
0: or just form like as a, just as, a as a club? club. I mean, I mean as a club,
1: they're, they're going through a, a, a tough time at the moment. This doesn't help. And this doesn't help, no. I mean, they're two they're, um, two young players um, that were probably going to be starters in their team. Hmm. So you got to bring these other two players. As I said, like last week, the 16-17 just got changed again and now the bench players come into the starting lineup, and you bring another young kid on the wing. Yeah, they're going to struggle, and yeah. it's just they, I'm not sure if they're mentally strong enough to galvanise and to use that as a as a positive because they're all young kids. There's no real real standout leader. You have got Lachlan Lewis, who's a halfback, who's a young kid, very quiet. Kieran Foran's out. You know, Josh Jackson's the leader, but he's a quiet sort of bloke. I'm not sure if they've got the they've got the men there to 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 really galvanise together and and use it as um as a positive
0: because. And I know you, terrible, mate. You've got a huge amount of respect for Dean Pay. Yeah, and he's got a big. You look now. That's you've got to say. That's a pretty massive slap in his face. If they've got specific team rules about what's acceptable and what's not, and they're a week or two out from the season, be and sorry. they're ignoring. If I'm Dean Pay, I'm filthy. Very disappointed. He'll be very
1: disappointed in his players, and you know. Um, it's a blight on the game again, but, like, as a club, I know what that club would be thinking, and they would be filthy. Mm. Dean Payet is such a disrespect to the – not just to, to the coach, to the club, to the fans. Like, if you let everybody down, they don't understand when you are in the game, you just think it's all about you. It's not. The game's bigger than you. Like, it, it affects everybody on a different level. Like, it affects me somehow. Yeah. Because I played at, I played at that club, and, like, it affects all – just, just everybody in the game. So I just, I just don't understand why these kids have to make a mistake to, to learn. It's just like just learn off other people's mistakes.
0: There's, well, there's you know, definitely things precedent. Like,
1: you know, like a lot of things happened back in the past. Like you're not allowed women back there for that reason. Yeah. So nothing like this could happen. Yeah. You know, so there are rules in place, and if you break them, you're gonna have
0: to pay. You're gonna pay like this. I'm genuinely not very good at Instagram, as you know. I'm not. I'm too mm. old for Instagram. But what about Instagram? It's basically Tinder now, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Everyone just, if you want to book someone up, you just I straight mean, on the Instagram. Yeah. Slide um, into my DMs. Um, DMs like, everywhere. Slide into I mean, my that, DMs. I mean,
1: that's what I mean. These young kids just, they communicate on on Instagram. Yeah. Like, uh, they play, they message each other just to talk to each other anyway. So I think, you know, I think it's just a, it's Port Macquarie, country town, going for a trial. Everyone's got that... Mentality where you just like it's like you, you're just trapped in this, you're away for about a week and a half, and the, you know, you end up make you, you don't think straight pretty much. Mm. And then, um, yeah, the boys
0: just go a little bit crazy, but oh, tell you, what, the bulldogs need to start thinking straight because things are not looking the best for nah, them, it's just
1: not good. I mean, they need to understand that's and that's where. The coaching and the leadership needs to come into into um, into play there because if that and and the culture of that of the culture of that club that needs to be driven. Otherwise, you'd never see other teams do that. No, I mean you might. I don't know. You don't. You don't. Rugby
0: league's pretty stupid.
1: Yeah, I it? know. But you'd you'd never see it another. In my twenty years of playing, no one's ever done that.
0: And messaged a, a high school girl. No one's done that. Yeah. No, that's a new low. Do you know it is? It isn't. A, it's a new low. And. Uh- they're actually playing tonight. So what we're going to do is each week we will now go through uh, the games of the round and we'll go through – we'll give a bit of a, uh, I guess, our take on mm. how the games will go. Um, and then at the end of that we might actually, as every Australian does, we, we don't mind a bet, do we? we yeah, don't. that's so, all right. We might pick a bet of the round, I think, and just see how that goes. And we might uh, – what do you reckon? We might throw the money, assuming we win. We probably won't because we're terrible. But <laughs> if we do win, why don't we throw that into a, a local footy club? Yeah,
1: we'll, or... we'll, um, we'll nominate a, a local footy club, hopefully buy some of their training gear or something like yeah. that. We'll just – we'll figure it out. Yeah, because we're heaps good at betting.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but the Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs, uh, they're playing against the Parramatta Eels tonight. I tend to think the Parramatta Eels will take them to school. Yeah. I mean, I think <laughs> –
1: Oh, that was mean. That's that was
0: very mean.
1: Sorry, Bulldogs. Parramatta, like, they're, they're the favourites, but I just want to know what Parramatta team rocks up. They had a really good year last year. They trialled pretty well. They're a really strong side. They've got a better team than the Bulldogs, you know, but, like, this will, this will show how good a coach Dean pays and what sort of leadership and um, what sort of players the Bulldogs have. Because they haven't got that many star, fo- star footballers. They don't have the Mitchell Mo- Mitch Moses and Blake Ferguson's and Sevo's and Gutherson's and Jennings, you know, all these all these young players. They've got a bunch of workers and they've still got a team there that can win games. But, you know, it depends what Parramatta side rocks
0: up. I mean, Parramatta should win. Parramatta should win. Should win. It should win. But, I mean, there's been plenty of teams yeah. that should win that haven't. That's tonight's game. On the Friday, as per the last couple of years, there's the two games. So Mm. there's the early game, which is the Canberra Raiders against the Gold Coast Titans. Now, the Raiders on paper... is that Friday? Yeah, Friday. Oh, yeah. No, but it's the six o'clock game when no one watches anyway. I know, but
1: far out.
0: they got the big game after that. Let's talk... Let's let's take it in order, please, William. (laughs) So the Titans... Oh, look, you know, I actually hope the Titans go all right this year because I'm sick of They just get flogged every year. They usually go all right against Canberra too.
1: Traditionally, they go all oh, right. The Pass last check. couple of years, yeah. The Pass last check. couple of years, I think they've either beaten them on the butt. On I think Canberra were winning like maybe twenty four 0 last year. And they end up coming back. The Titans come back and and they won. So you reckon that would be? They are a, chance? They're, be... They're, they're, they're a massive chance in the first five rounds. You don't know what team can um can pop up with the Titans. Uh, you've got little uh, Ash Taylor there. He's going to be a sort of redemption year. Tyrone Roberts. They're out. They're they're. Back five isn't the best, but their forward pack can
0: stick with anyone. They'll miss Brimson. He's a a big loss. He's injured for a couple of weeks. Yeah,
1: so I think – I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, Canberra traditionally don't start the games off – start the year off on fire. So last couple of years, the back end of the last year and the middle of the year, they were on fire. But, yeah, that could be a a sly little bet. So
0: George Williams, that's his first game too. Yeah, so there's
1: a couple of um, combinations there that I need to sort out. And uh, they've still got – Bateman out, and yeah, I think he's a he's a key because he's such a he's such a um, a leader in that team. And they look at him in height, they look at him in such high regard. Ricky, sure, like he, he doesn't know anything but to win. Yeah, all these things that are said about him, and a lot of positives. So he him him missing for the first six weeks, you know they're going to have to find their feet.
0: I still George
1: Williams as well. I mean, yeah. Aiden Caesar was there for about three years, and he played some really good football. So mm. that combination with the five, like who's 5'8"? Jack. Whiten, Whiten. You yeah. You know, he's still he's like good. in his second year. He's still in his second year. You've still got Curtis Scott and you've got Jar- Jarrod Croker. They've still got a really good team. It's a good side. But I'm just um, wondering about the George Williams combination. That's the only
0: thing. But he's played a lot of football with um, Hodgson. The biggest game in Queensland yeah. is, and I say in Queensland because they seem to always get the Friday night games for some reason. I'll let everyone in Queensland. Yeah. Well done. The North Queensland Cowboys up against the Brisbane Broncos. Now, this is an what interesting one, Will, because yeah. I, I think the Cowboys, I don't see them performing again this year as well as what they should on mm. paper. Um, they rely on Tal Malolo too much up front. Um, they don't have a listed 5'8. I mean, they no. do. But drink water? Is it Drinkwater? water? Clifford, no. they've got their the name Clifford, have they? Uh, I forget who they're named, actually. But, um, but either way, up. either of them, they're not at sort of that. Elite level for, to get them through, so I, I think the Broncos actually will win this game. I think the Broncos have got a big
1: chance. I mean, I, Jack Bird, Which, how unlucky oh. is that kid? I just feel so sorry for him. Um, hope you, hope he's. All right. I wrote him a message today, and I just said, look, you know, if he needs any any anyone to chat to about life or just footy or whatever, because he's going for his second reconstruction, sternum. You know he's been horrific. He's been attacked horrifically with the injuries after the grand,
0: after the grand final. Mate, you played Sternum. for forty years and you had one injury. Yeah, <laughs> what are you going to? I mean, You're the he, most durable I just, human. Yeah,
1: but I'm just saying, like he mentally, like what two days out from from round one, yeah. he's had the best preseason. He's got a killer mullet. He's <laughs>
0: killing it, and he blows his ACL out. Who's Who's more unlucky out of him and Kieran Foran? I mean, Kieran Foran's been going for longer, oh. but. At least four and pretty – he peaked
1: EP. four and he got his chance to peak about 2011, 12, 13, 14. He was at, he was at the top of the game. He was yeah. the top two, three ha- halves in the game. But, you know, Jack Bird's probably had one or two good years and all yeah. the rest have just been – he's been injured. So cool, I feel real sorry for him. But I look at that team, look at it. Like Jack Bird, I mean, obviously not Jack Bird, but he put Osaka. Osaka back there. He still got Oates, Kasone Stags, Darbs is going to be there, Jesse Arthurs, Milford, Brody Croft. Brody Croft's got a lot of pressure on him, that kid. A lot kid. of pressure. He's back in Brisbane. He's a Brisbane kid. Um, the big lights are on him. There's no bigger show than um the Broncos and Cowboys. It's up there, that new stadium. I just think the Cowboys have got way more to play for, just because of the stadium. JT will be up there, it's channel nine game. You've got you've got players there that can still perform in the big at the big time. Jake, um Granville needs to have a massive year. Yeah. Um, you still got Kyle felt Valentine Holmes. Does he just come straight back in? No, nah, he'll take. He'll you know, take. Five it's going to take a little bit, It'll isn't it? Five or and uh, I just look at their forwards. I mean, uh, John Asiata, Granville, McLean, Cooper, Cohen Hess. Cohen Hess is a big key. He needs he'll to be on really that right shit. edge. He looks fit. He looks yeah. motivated. And you got to tell Malolo, man. Like, um, but how much work can he get through again?
0: I mean, I don't know if you. I know you don't like Super Coach Will, but uh, one I of need my. You to start big tips, into it, mate. You need to. And Cohen Hess, I reckon, is one of the biggest. He's he's he was a beast two years ago. He had one bad year. Yeah, he just regressed a little he'll bit come because back. he's a young kid. Yeah, he'll come back. So, uh, all right. So, are you ticking Cowboys or Broncos? Uh, I'm going to go the Cowboys because I just
1: think they've they've got.
0: I guards, think Cowboys, I think Jordan yeah. McLean. I think he's, no, not he was he was playing
1: for Australia a couple of years ago. Jordan McLean, and now he's he's a few injuries last year, and he just went right down. So I think um, looking at the teams here, I'm looking at, at the Broncos. They're going to be hard to beat, but I just think I think the uh, the Cowboys, Cowboys. are. Worse.
0: You're a massive favourite backer. So are they favourites, but they are favourites, will you? Now, yes, yeah, dollar four. what's dollar sixty? Newcastle Knights. Uh, are up against the Warriors. Now, I honestly think that the Newcastle Knights will be the big improvers this year. I think yeah. they've got a new coach, so they've got no excuses. They could sit on the back and blame Nathan Brown for everything last year. They can't do that this year. No. They've got a good forward pack. As you yeah. say, they're probably a bit light on the back row, but their back line's good. They've got Center. some workman centres. I, I think, I think. well, um, the, Warriors are, the Warriors stink. Yeah. You don't know what team
1: the Warriors are going to throw at you, who's going to play good. But I look at their back. I mean... I don't know that any of those centers, they're young as hell. That Shibasaki was from the Bronx, I know that. He's that. not fair player. player. Edric Lee's a really good player. you got Kalen Ponga. Mitchell Pierce is a the key there. Yep. He needs to run that whole ship. I mean, like, I, I look at their team and it's a solid, a really solid team. But I, it's a very beatable team as well. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know, like I just don't, I don't look at that team. I look at their back row. It's, you know, you've got Lachlan Fitzgibbon, Mitch Barnett and Herman S.A.S.A. You know, you, they've got Adam Blair, Toru Harris and Papali, Papali'i. Yeah. So, yeah, I just, I just don't think, you know, I just don't think they're, you know, like they me saying, oh, there might be a top 14, there might be a top eight. They'd be be- they, they could maybe just make the eight.
0: You're still filthy Rick Stonebruster. <laughs> uh, now, the next game of the round is the Rabbits up against the Sharks. Now, the Rabbits... Let's just declare it very early. You've got a massive man crush on Wayne hmm. Bennett. That is something that will permeate everything that you say. But uh, I think this, the Rabbits, they're probably lacking a few middle forwards, but yeah. they're going to go okay. this year.
1: Yeah, they'll be good. Their back line's really good. I think Tatola played really well in the trial games. Um, he's got, Tom Bird's got a massive um, – like he's got a huge <laughs> – Keep- <laughs> Tom Burgess has got a huge what? <laughs> he's got a huge... Uh, That's George. Yeah. Hello, George. But uh, he's, got, um, he's got some big responsibilities this year. He's the only Burgess boy there mm. and he's still got a big motor and he's got um, got a lot of pressure on him. You know, Jaden Sewell, Cameron Murray, Liam Knight. Like how long do you leave Liam Knight at lock? Cameron well, Murray is one of the best locks in the world, but Gun he's on going on to be playing. He's going on an edge now. So might be trying to save him for the back end of the year, but he's a young kid. I'm not sure. but I look at that. I look at um Kronola's side there. Look at it. Fafita Brayley, Woods, N- near Cora. is a gun, Wade Graham and Jack Williams. Like that's that's a starting pack that can battle anyone. So- so has
0: Professor Josh Dugan medically retired himself yet, or what's going on there? Yeah, I feel sorry for that kid, man. He cops some shit. Everybody just sort of has a crack
1: at him. He's he's
0: very um I'm not sure
1: if he's sensitive or not, but he's you know if you have a crack at him, you'll have you'll have a dig back, and he says you know a lot of mental health and all that kind of stuff. He's you know he's um he's done yeah, a lot in the game too, he's, done, he? he's a great yeah. player, man. He's
0: getting hung out to dry by the sharks, mm. that's for sure. So what, what are you saying there, rabbits or sharks? Um, I reckon
1: the sharks. Sharks. Yeah.
0: Oh, upset is that because I, 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 I just think backer? it's going to be a take take a while for Latrell to find his feet. Yeah. You know, I think the first couple of games he might be just... Well, do you reckon with Johnson on the bench, they might bring Johnson on at fullback and give him a break and put him in the centres for a bit of the game? Something like that. Or or else else she is just, play I don't know. But, or do you, yeah, I know. I don't, I just, I don't well, understand, I don't understand bench, that pick. You know, he's... Um, specialist winger fullback on the bench. It doesn't get much value, I wouldn't have thought. Yeah,
1: I don't know. I think he'll um, be flicking
0: around with that starting side, I think, Wayne. It'll be hard. So you're going Sharks and I'm I going, I'm going sh- Souths. Yeah. South Sydney, till I die. Penrith Panthers versus the Sydney Roosters. Mm. This is actually—it's a tough game for the Roosters because they've had to go over to the, the World Club Challenge over in England. They've had to probably come all the way back yeah. there. They've got—you know—that's where. Um, geez, I forgot the, the, the
1: Robbo. That's where Robbo comes in. He manages their players so well, and he gives them goals every year, every single week, so they don't get stale. You know, so that's why they always they always seem up for every single game. It's hard to keep a gun side who's had two premierships. You got a lot of you got a lot of New South Wales, a lot of Queensland players, New Zealand players, and somehow they seem motivated every single time they take the field. And apparently, Robbo was a genius at it. He he creates different scenarios all the time to motivate his team. And I think he's, that's why he's one. I think he is the best coach in the game. Did you have to
0: play the World Club Challenge in 05 after the 04? I was injured. I was injured. injured, yeah. Of course you were. No, yeah, that was the only time. No, that's when I did my foot. That's because you didn't want to go to England. No, that's I did it. my foot. Oh, you did that. Yeah, test. Yeah, proper. okay, all right. Uh, so what are you picking now? you like the Panthers? I reckon, um, yeah, that's going to be my sneaky little bet, I reckon. I'm, um,
1: when I look at the teams now, I want to go to the Roosters, but big Zane Tedovano and James timeout Billy Kickow, Liam Martin and Isaiah Yo. That's a fair pack. I'm
0: on Penrith this year. I don't mind him. You I hated him clearly, last year. I think
1: Abi Corres I think Abby changes the whole dynamics of that team. Does he play eighty, you reckon?
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's yep. a good player. And he you got look player. at the bench.
1: You got uh, Stephen Crichton, James Fisher Harris, who was their
0: best How player last bench? year. How was talking about him captain.
1: Yeah, Jack Hetherington is going to be. He's going to be a superstar, I reckon. The he's a kid. bloke
0: tried to fight someone in the tunnel. Yeah, he's, he I should like have him. been. He should have been
1: playing in the nineties. <laughs> and Moses Leota, who hits like a fucking truck. So, I think um, yeah, they'll be good if they can stay healthy. Villiamy Kickout looks so fit and strong this year. He's a animal. he's an animal, mate. He's the best left side back row in the comp. So. I think it would be good um, for Cleary to get out there and show everyone that he's that number one player
0: and he yeah. doesn't need Maloney. I think, And I think it, his game will come on in leaps and bounds without Maloney. see the Maloney size there. of him? He's Fucking big now too. He's jacked. Yeah. So do you. <laughs> Manly on Sunday are playing against the Melbourne Storm. Now, mm. this is actually – it's a tough game first up for Manly. Yeah. The last thing you want to see on the draw is Melbourne Storm yeah. as your first game. But well, look at that, I don't know. It. I like Manly in this game.
1: Yeah, um, it's that, Brookie, isn't it? Yep. They've named Jake... Brookie Trebo- on a Sunday. They've named Jake Chubojevic. And Fenor Blake. Two guys that had full reconstructions. You know, like I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if they're going to play. I think that might be a little Des... Smoking tact- that's I think that's Des's tactic because I don't think they're going to play. Um, but I look at that side, I mean, I look at the centres... Justin Olem and Marion and Seve like they're young kids, and that's the only that's the only downfall I can see with Melbourne. But I see them just because they're not big name and household names, they're going to do a job. Yeah. So I'm not really worried. But I think I think Manly, if they have that side that I'm looking at right now, Manly will get it because they're at they're at home on Sunday and they hate Melbourne. Yeah. That rivalry is real. So I'm going to go with um I'm
0: going to go with Manly. So am I actually. Mm-hmm. I like Mel. I like Manly there, and I think uh. Actually, well, we'll do we'll do our little thing at the end, but I think yeah. that's probably going to be my bet. But the St George Illawarra Dragons are up against the West Tigers. Now, this is a game that has got two very traditional clubs with very big fan bases, with two very very shit <laughs> out. <outside. laughs> So, I don't know. I, look, I think that oh, yeah. West, West will do okay this year. I don't know. I, 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 it's hard to pick this game. Mm. I mean, I genuinely don't care. When
1: you're relying on Benji, who's 35 years old, to be a superstar player, mm. you're in trouble. Luke Brooks has been – some. He, he's had some really good games last year. Um, you know, I just look at the packs. You know, James Graham, Paul Vaughan, Tyson Frizzell, Tarek Sims, Blake Laurie versus Josh Alloway. Billy Walters, Alex Twal, Luke Garner, Luciano Le and Elijah Taylor. St. George should monster them. Yeah, they should. They've got a lot of rep players in that team. Isaac Luke, who's played a shitload of tests for New Zealand and a, um, a heap of grand, I mean a heap of finals games. James Graham, they've got so much experience there. I just they, they should they should get over the top of the Tigers. But Tigers is their bogey team. hmm and they always seem to get over him. St. So, George? Yeah.
0: Everyone's St. George's buggy. <laughs> they won about four games. in. No, they, they always go good at yeah. the start of the year. Just because St. George usually, they call them the May Premiers, I'm going to pick St. George in that so Ben Hunt.
1: Man, how much pressure is on Ben Hunt this year? Every year, though. Like I'd never call anyone out, but he's probably, out of the whole NRL, he's probably the number one person who's under the pump. Mm. I can't think of anyone else. Ash Taylor. Yeah, ben, Ash, Taylor, Ash Taylor hasn't got a rep jersey in his in his cupboard. Yeah, that's true. You know, when when you got when you got Ben Hunt, who's got picked in that Test side last year and Origin, you know, like and and he's on, and people always come into take into account the money that he's on.
0: Yeah, which I, which know, I know you. I don't, don't like. really give a shit, no, but like.
1: fans do. Yeah. So when you're on about one and a half mil they expect
0: you to nearly be in a top five discussion in Dally M's. Well, you've taken up three spots, like three yeah. $500,000 players. Or, well, I mean, it's, I think he's on 1.2, but three $400,000 yeah. players. I did that you... maths in my head then, William. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's, it, it is it's a big ask when you've got someone that you could buy for 400000 and you can get three of those players mm. and you've got one player that's underperforming. I'd be pretty pissed off if I was in the team, to be honest. <laughs> now, okay, so... What we what, Let's do our little bet then. Let's yeah. do our little bet. So we'll, do, we'll go 50 bucks each. Um, you pick a bet, I'll pick a bet. I'm going to actually pick the Manly Warringah Sea Eagles and I'm going to take them 1 to 12 because yeah. I always like the 1 to 12 bet. Uh, so we'll go Manly 1 to 12 for mine with $50. you? <laughs> what about yeah, yourself? Yeah, Mons,
1: mine's Panthers, 1 to 12 over the Roosters. Okay. Yeah. There we go.
0: We'll come back and we will see how we are going next week after yeah. that. The other thing that we are going to do this year uh, is we are going to do a thing called Take Stock. Yeah. Now, because it's The Take and we're taking stock. We're very clever on this show. Reduce is on on fire. And so what we're going to do is we're going to pick five teams, which are essentially a stock because, you know, we're very professional humans and we like to build our stock portfolios. So. We're going to pick five clubs and then we can either buy, sell or hold, depending yeah. on how they're going. So do you want to do your first five yeah. stock picks? Mine's Melbourne, the Eels, Cowboys, Broncos and Knights. Interesting. Mm. So
1: any particular reason why you've picked those ones? Um, no, not really. I just think I think they've all got pretty good sides um, and they can all fall. I mean, I think a couple of players here and there, Cameron Smith and injuries and all that kind of stuff – Tao Malolo, they've all got key players, so if they've got that one player to fall out, they could fall right down. And the Eels, like Mitchell Moses and stuff like that, they control a lot of the energy, energy in those sides, Kalen Ponga and Pierce Broncos have got, you know, like a Pangai Junior, maybe Croft, someone like that, they can really fall, so, you know, um, yeah, that's that's probably my main reason, yeah.
0: Well, let's, I've gone the Roosters, the Knights, the Eels, the Raiders and, surprisingly, the Panthers because I'm all on the Panthers this year. Last year, terrible. This year, mm. Premiership chances. The other thing that we are going to do is we are going to put on our Nostradamus hats and we're going to do a thing called the vault. What we're going to do is we're going to pick our top eight and a few other things and then we're going to put it away in a vault mm. and then we're going to open the vault at the end of the year and see how we went. I will 100% do better than you. <laughs> uh, right. So you start. You uh, uh, my
1: top eight in in order. So Melbourne first, then the Roosters, Eels, Raiders, South, Cowboys, Penrith, and Broncos. And I was tossing up between the Knights and Broncos for that eighth position. So, yeah. I'm sorry, Knights fans. Oh, you've brushed them.
0: Yeah. Oh, brick yeah. stone still it burns. <laughs> I have chosen the in chronological order: the Roosters, the Storm, the Raiders, the Eels, the Rabbits, the Knights, the Panthers, and the Broncos. Uh, so that is my top eight. Uh, there's a few that were unlucky in mm. my eyes, but uh, unlucky life. So is So premiership, hard. who have we got for the premiership? I am all on the Roosters again. Three P. Three P, easy. Wow. Yeah.
1: Yeah, all right. I got Melbourne. I just think Melbourne will um if it's Cameron Smith last year, God, I hope so. But uh, he's still playing at a high level. And I just think he's one of those players that'll just get that, you know, he'll be carried off like Ray Price and all that kind of shit. So you reckon fairy tale? Yeah, finish. I don't know, the fairy tale the fairy tale ending because he's been such a great player for us for the game and everything. Um yeah, so Melbourne. All right. What about the Dally M? Dally M. I'm tossing up between Mitch Moses, Mitchell Pearce and Michael Morgan. I'm going to go with Mitch Moses. I think he's got a lot to play for. He wants that seven jersey for New South Wales. Yep. He wants it.
0: And a premiership too.
1: And a premiership. Um, I think Pearce's ship has sailed. Michael Morgan. I only said Michael Morgan because it's very hard to pick the Dally M because a lot of the Dally M players, which is an, 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 an anomaly last year because Teddy got it with the Roosters. You don't in particularly get side. it in such a stacked side, yeah. but he had such a standout year. That's how good he was. He usually goes to the to the superstar player in a team that's pretty much in in the top eight, can win half their games, you know, and it like and you usually win about probably sixty percent of your games and you're gonna get most of the points all the time and you end up pretty much winning the Dallium. Like JT was always winning it because he was a superstar player in a below average side sometimes, same as Joey. Um yeah, so you've got to be careful that it doesn't necessarily mean the best player wins. It usually does, but I'm
0: like. That's probably the most analytical I've ever heard you. Mm. I just pick Callum Ponga because I like him. Is that, <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that less analytical? Nah. So, well, all right, who do you reckon gets a spoon? Titans. Titans?
1: Yeah, I just think, mate, if they, if
0: they, get, if they get one injury, if
1: Ash Taylor goes down, if Jai Arrow goes down, like, who, who takes their spot? Yeah Like I just don't think I don't see that like AJ Brimson's out for like Four or five weeks They're He's, lucky
0: to get seven eight. Yeah
1: I just think you know, As I said Like I said last week Like they're struggling To get a start And decent 13 hmm. Let alone know, seven eight. Let alone 17 players So that those four Those extra You've probably got the one Nathan Peets on the bench And there's three other ones That you could probably swap With another
0: three He's a rep player on the bench. What about him? He's a former state of origin. Yeah. Great. So they're actually doing better than you think, according to your <laughs> bench theory. I'm going to pick the Warriors for a number of reasons. One is that they are a perennial disappointment, and I just wish that they were better than they were. And secondly, I don't think we go to New Zealand, so I'm likely to offend anyone. <laughs> I don't know. Can you get iTunes in New Zealand? Uh, the state of origin. Yeah. Who uh, wins and by what?
1: New South Wales 2-1, I think. Um the one in Adelaide will be hard. Yeah. Just a weird. I mean, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not, all, I'm not for the bloody. I know we want to grow the game. Um, not globally, nationally, but I just think that the home advantage for um for Queensland means a lot in when it's in New South when 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 they got two games. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. in New South Wales, it's not that crazy, but I know when they the, the SunCorp they'd want two games there. Yeah. And I think that kills them. Adelaide was a nice oval. Adelaide's good, but, I mean, like, whose who's home ground is that?
0: South Australia's.
1: Yeah, no-one cares. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be a great atmosphere. I'll be down there this year. But, um... Yeah, I just think the home ground advantage, I used to love playing Origin and having two
0: in New South Wales. Am I going down two with you? Yeah. Do we get a press pass now? 100%. Mm-hmm, multimedia. Uh, I'm going to also pick New South Wales 2-1. Mm. I think New South Wales, I, I was considering 3-0, but I actually think Queensland are so proud that they'll probably sneak one in.
1: Yeah, but who, who do you reckon plays, um, we'll obviously discuss this when Origin comes in, who will play hooker for, for Queensland? Well, Ben Hunt, probably. I don't want to talk about origin yet. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> I was talking to Jake Friend the other day, and I was just like, "I hope they pick him." Yeah. He'd be 30, thirty years old thirty years old this year, but he would have played last year, but
0: he got injured. So I feel bad for him. He's just he deserves a rep jersey. Now, what about the biggest headline of the year? You're a bit of a mm. you're a headline grabber yourself. So
1: I thought I was either the salary cap doubles in two years. I'm just. Been an optimist then, or Wayne Bennett's to coach the new NRL team in Brisbane.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Craig the Bellamy. I've heard whispers, whispers.
1: yeah. Inside it's sources. One, it's one of those two. Inside, one of those, male. Big, one of those big dogs
0: are going to coach that new side in Brisbane. The NRL will probably pay them massive anyway, just to try and get the because can you imagine through. after the Bulldogs effort, maybe the salary cap will halve. <laughs> Could be the end of it. <laughs> My biggest headline is Greenberg out. I reckon the knives are coming for Toddy Greenberg from all angles. The media's starting to get involved. Now they're jumping on board. So I think the headline of the year will be Todd Greenberg out and either Peter Vlandy's taking over the whole thing or they'll put yeah, in one I'm of Landy's, Landy's, Landy's. patsies. Mate, he's pretty good at what he does. Is he? Oh, yeah. Mate, he's changed racing, to be honest. So, But he's ruthless. So I think it's bye-bye, Todd. <laughs> uh, oh, Really? All right, so that concludes episode two. Mm. I don't know how long well, we've been talking for. At least get all that for, shit but... out of
1: the way, and then we can just start talking some proper footy next week. We had to get all that, all the
0: vault stuff out, all this
1: kind of stuff. So then we can next week. We can always talk about all the different topics and everything like that, so.
0: I wonder whether there'll be a fresh disaster. Formalities,
1: is that what it's called? These are all the formalities that we have to get through Well, first couple of weeks. and now I don't know. We were going to get through formalities and then
0: they'd had a school visit on the north coast of New South Wales and it Mm. sort of changed what we were going to do. But hopefully there won't be any more. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Take with Willie Mason. If you like what you've heard, check out past episodes of the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, ACAST or wherever you get your podcast fix. And don't forget to subscribe and rate the podcast. I don't actually know what that means, but do it because it's important for all of us. If you ask us, it's a five-star review. Yeah. Isn't I
1: think, it? I think we are. Like we're, I think we're rocking at five stars at the moment, aren't we? I think so. So keep it up. Just get out there and have a listen. It's something different. So we're getting a lot of good feedback. And thank you very a much. different show. Thanks very much for listening. Yeah, thank you very much for listening. It's It's been um, – I, I even had to listen to myself. I usually don't listen to anything that I say, but it was all right. So – We'll see you next yeah, week. <laughs> just give it a listen. They'll be following Willie more and more.
0: Back in the NRL I've forgotten how big Willie actually is. Perhaps the presence of Willie – is looking at his imposing frame. I'm a 25-minute man. What? Oh, you got skill, son! Uppercut right hand by you! have been listening
1: to The Take with Willie Mason and co-host Ian Byrne. Produced by Craig Trewick, recorded and engineered by Zig Parker of Green Room Sydney, and presented by the Handshake Media Network.